That's right, y'all. That's right. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Southern Nerd Show. I am yours truly, the Southern Nerd, and I'd like to welcome everybody to the last show of this year. That's right. The last show of 2020. Maybe. Who knows? We may come up with something and uh, decide to come back and celebrate the new year in with y'all. We may do something live, y'all, so there's no telling. But anyway, we have a, a nice little show set aside for you tonight. We're going to keep it real. We're going to tell it straight. We ain't going to cut no corner. We ain't going to sugarcoat nothing. We ain't going to tell part of the truth and hide the other part. That ain't what we're about. We're going to keep it real. Tonight, I want to touch on prison reform. It's a must that I touch on that tonight. So I need everybody. If you know somebody in prison, call them up if you can. If they got a phone, call them up. Tell them to listen to the podcast. Later on tonight, the podcast may be posted on the YouTube channel. Listen, call them up. Tell them. Their voices can be heard. We need to know. We are going to bring about some change. Right here on the Southern Nerd Show. So, y'all, get yourself prepared. Get ready. Little one gonna come back. He have something he need to say. And then when I come back, we gonna we gonna rock the house. So, uh, everybody, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining in to the Southern Nerd Show. Hey there, that was so great. Keep doing your thing. You are the Southern Nerd. Hey y'all, what's going on? Yeah, it's me, it's Lil One. The cat with the heart of a panther. Hey, check this out, y'all. I gotta make this quick. I was giving some disturbing news after the last time I was on. See, I told y'all I know things about the Southern nerd that y'all don't know. And being that he got so many things going on in that big old head, so many ideas. I'm going to tell you, the dude got so many ideas going on. His short-term memory kind of gone, too. And, 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 and I just found out that it kind of rubbing off on me because uh, I said I had a public service announcement last time and I got so caught up in talking about what I was talking about. I don't know what I was talking about, but I forgot about it. But see, I'm excused because I'm a cat. But anyway, the public service announcement was, you know, I told y'all last time a story about my, uh, about my mama and her cat. Well, she ain't been around here in a while because she kind of mad at the Southern Nerd because him and some ladies, you know, they conspired. And they, and, and, and they took my mama to the, to the cat gynecologist and, and had her tube tied. And she don't like that. My mama says, she told him, she said, y'all ain't had a right to stop me from designing my little cat dick. She said, no, nah, he won't do So I just look at them, they look at me, they don't even find, they, they don't even look at me no more. But anyway, uh, me 
the Southern nerd came to agreement that he needed to keep my sisters locked up, my three little sisters locked up, because we don't want them to be whole cats like my mom. Now, we need to find them homes. Now, unfortunately, somebody just sent a message a while ago saying that they may want them. So, if they don't get them in, you know somebody that wants a, 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 a nice kitten, just, just hit us up. You know, we might be able to travel, you know, at least maybe 7 to 8 miles, but see, here's a catch. Ain't try for free now. You got to leave me with them. We, we'll bring them to you. We'll get a chance to talk to you. We'll get a chance. You'll get a chance to be featured on the show. But we can't, you know, gas, you know. So y'all got to leave, come off and leave, you know, $20, $25 for gas. And, you know, make it worth our time. But see, I ain't going to have him spend money on gas. But see, that come out of my food money. Uh-uh. So I got to eat the good shit. Y'all already know how he is. Now, Y'all just hit us up, let us know if you want one of them cats. And we'll make sure we get it to you. Now, uh, another thing before I go, I was down in a little country town, and they had a dog. Big old, ugly, white dog. Oh, so big, look like a horse. And he thought that he was going to try to mess with me. And he stood from a distance, he looked at me, I read what he was saying, he read what I was saying, you know. I couldn't let him know I was scared, because I'm looking around, I'm trying to see how I'm going to get away, here. where I'm going to go, what tree, is there anything I jump over, some bushes I can go in. So once I got my, my strategy together, then, you know, I put my little chest out. And, you know, he was saying, you know, he was telling me, I don't know who the hell you is, cat, but ain't no cats alive on this street, motherfucker, I'm going to get you. So he made a little step towards me, and I'm looking at him. You know, I ain't going to move, not just yet, because I know I'm quicker than he is. I know I can outrun him. I know I can hit them corners and bend them, you know, bend them curves and shit like that there, make his big ass roll over a little while. But then I have to think about it, too. What if I slip and he catch me? See, I ain't one of them cats to believe in that no nine lives, shit. That might be true, but I don't know nothing about it. See? I ain't finna worry about them now, I'm worried about the one I got. So I ain't finna just stand up there and say, oh well, I'm tired. Come on, big dog, get me motherfucker. I got eight more left. Uh-uh. I don't know that. That's what y'all say. Y'all been brainwashing the, the humans. Y'all probably trying to brainwash the, the cat two times we got nine lives. I don't know about one line. That's the one I got. That's the one I'm gonna protect. But anyway, he took off and then all of a sudden he stopped. And he turned around and he ran back. And the mother dog said, damn, Billy Bob, what happened? He said, hey, man, he said, let me tell y'all something. He said, I was heading up there to get that motherfucker. And he said, I had a vision. I saw what was going to happen to me. He said, what was going to happen? He said, hey, that cat that ain't out of here. Ain't from down here. That cat out of here. So that cat was going to run and try to tie me out. And he was going to run up the tree. So... The other one said, well, ain't that enough to keep us some, uh, some old pecans? So he wasn't going to throw no pecans at me. So he was going to throw one of them damn squirrels down here on me. So I wasn't going to have to worry about him. I wasn't going to have to worry about getting that squirrel on my back. So I'm going to tell y'all, don't go fuck with that cat. That cat ain't nothing to fuck with. He sure got it right. So I was going to get at his ass. That's right, all y'all dogs. Roof, roof, roof. Yeah, I'm the cat to get at you. But anyway, I got to go. Um... Y'all have a blessed one. We should be back New Year's Eve. Do something for y'all. Y'all have a blessed one.
Alright y'all, alright, welcome back to the Southern Nerd Show. Hey, before we get started, this is what I want to do. I want to, first of all, thank everybody that has gone on to the YouTube channel to uh, check out the little rap I posted the other night. Uh, here we come, me, myself, and I. Uh, I thank everybody that has gone on and watched the video. Uh, truly, there's some more to come subscribe so that way when i post something you automatically know support this podcast i need your support i need your help so that we can continue putting out this message now i want to share something today that 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 really that really touched me i had to pull over and you know call home and you know I was coming out of a store today and uh, there was a young lady that got out and the way she had her, her little ponytails, you know, they were, they was real cute and I complimented her and her hair. When she came out, I gave her uh, information to go on and listen to the video. Well, I didn't think that she was going to do it right then, but she did. And she let me know that she had found it. And when she pulled out, she was playing it. Well, when I pulled out and went into traffic in a different direction from her, someone else passed me and they was playing it. And the feelings of hearing something that you created, and here to hear other people listening to it. The feeling is unexplainable. So once again, I thank everybody. Truly, there's some more to come. Stay, stay tuned. If you have any ideas for the podcast, if there's a subject that you would like to discuss or have discussed, hit me up. Let me know something. Truly, we will try to get it done. Now, I want to touch tonight shortly on prison reform. And since I'm touching on prison reform, I want to give a shout out to a few of my brothers that I know is confined in the Alabama Department of Corrections. Big Snooty, Ben Jarrell, Big Rat, Big Musa, Brother Belial, and truly my brother Ralph, Brother Mugmeen. Brothers, keep your head up. Now, I told someone that I had a double doctrines in criminal psychology and criminal behavior 
anything dealing with criminals. And the lady laughed. She said, I probably could have believed you if you said you had a doctorate. She said, but a double doctorate? I said, yes, ma'am. I say, when you have been through what I've had to go through, when you have lived what I've had to live through, there is nothing that no professor or no teacher can teach me about that life if they've never lived that life. There is no such thing, people, as prison rehabilitation. Our prisons is a business. Is legalized slavery. It is a society within a society. And ladies, don't believe the bullshit about every man in prison is involved in homosexuality. That's not true. Now, <laughs> Alabama prison system is fucked up. It's fucked up. Because there is no rehabilitation. I remember years ago, Alabama Department of Corrections had bands with guys that had musical talents could go and, you know, you know, play around with music. You know, there was a lot going on. Trade school was almost like mandatory. Treatment was also mandatory. But then when it became so commercialized, and then, now let me say this, there was those prisons that had what they called farms, where your ass went out there and picked whatever it is they had you to pick for free. But then when it, when it became openly commercialized, then they started paying them, uh, I think uh, 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 two, three dollars a day to go out in the fields. Alabama prison system, the nation's prison system, is fucked up. People ask me, well, do you believe it's such and such, such and such? If he did it, I said, listen. I am not going to tell nobody that there are not people in prison that deserve to be in prison. It may sound harsh, 
But there are people in prison that deserve to be in prison. But there are some people in prison that has served far too much time for the crimes that they've committed. There are people that has served far too much time for the crimes that they committed. Now, the rehabilitation. See, there's two things that prison can be. It could be a university. It could be somewhere where you go to really learn yourself. To find yourself. To better yourself. Or it could be a place where you go and just walk amongst the dead. Now, rehabilitation starts with the one that wants to better himself. Because that's the only way that you're going to be rehabilitated. You've got to do it and you've got to want it yourself. You've got to want it yourself. Now, my message to any of my brothers or sisters that may be incarcerated or if you're listening and you know someone incarcerated, when you talk to them, one thing that they have to do, that we all have to do, is change our mindset. Change the way we look at things. I said one time before, words is powerful. Words are powerful. We have to change our mindsets. Because you hear so, 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 so much in prison. Man, I can't wait to get to the free world. Man, when I get back to the free world, I'm going to do Man, when I get back to the free world, hey, listen. The one thing that I used to always tell myself, prison is the free world. Society is not a fucking free world. Ain't shit free about being free. There is nothing free. This is the hard, cold, scandalous 
real world. And we have to program our minds to and prepare ourselves for that. Because if you constantly telling yourself that you're going to the free world, you're going to the free world, you're going to the free world, and you get out here and realize shit ain't free, you're going back. Because it ain't free. I and some other people that I'm talking to are trying to put together something to present to Montgomery. Let me share something with you. I have an idea. And I guarantee that it could generate millions of dollars, not only for to make the prison system better, but that would help the inmates that's doing time. I know what needs to be done. There's a lot of us that know what needs to be done. But because we're not politicians, our voices go ignored. We have some dangerous prisons in Alabama. And this COVID-19 has made it even more dangerous. We must vote. We must let our voices be heard. Now, as I shared one time before, <clears throat> letting your voice be heard, they gonna call you a radical. But I wish people would really just look at what radical means. Anybody that speaks out against injustice, anybody that speaks out against wrong, anybody speaks out against what this society say is right, even though it goes against everything God says, they are radical. Like I said before, Dr. King, in our lifetimes, was probably one of the most peaceful men that we have come to know. But if he was alive today, they'll label him a radical. I don't care about being called a radical. 
for standing for what's right. I don't mind being called a radical for standing for what's right. For months, I had to think about doing what I'm doing now. I had long told myself that I was going to come out of retirement, get back into music, do this podcast. Just today, I went and dug out a manuscript, a powerful manuscript. For those who don't know, writing is one of my loves. Romance type writing is one of my loves. And the manuscript that I wrote, Secrets, I didn't get it published because it really wasn't meant to be a novel. I've always said that I wanted to film it because it has some of my music. And I've always said that if Allah blessed me with the opportunity to film it, that I don't think I would want to use any big name stars that I would want to use local talent because I know we got some Denzel Washingtons and some Viola Davises and some uh, uh, Tarajas. I know we got some of those right here and they just haven't had the opportunity to put their talent out there. Some of the best talent that I've ever seen and heard was in prisons. Some of the best that I've ever seen was in prisons. And that reminds me. I want to give a special shout out to a brother, and I don't know if he's still living. The last time I heard he was, I pray that he is. I pray that he has gotten out. If he's not out and someone hears this and you know where he is, please get a message to him. Andre Wallace. And Joe Winston. The two brothers that I just mentioned are probably two of the best actors that I've ever seen in my life. Years ago, there was a play called Why Kill Me? And this play 
was housed in Union Springs, Alabama, Bullock County Correctional Facility. This play was written by Brother Dau and Brother Duke. Now, I tell people all the time, if you've seen Boys in the Hood, to me, Boys in the Hood come from Waikil Me. The only difference is that Waikil Me had a basketball player get killed, and Boys in the Hood had a football player get killed. But anyway, Andre Wallace played the drug dealer in the play. And Joe Winston played the dope fiend in the play. And listen, when I tell you I've never seen nobody, and then a lot of times it was a lot of ad-libbing, but I've never seen two people play roles the way that those two brothers played those roles. So if anybody that's hearing this know of Joe Winston from Tuscaloosa and Brother Andre Wallace, please tell them to do whatever they can to contact me. These are brothers Andre that I feel years ago had served enough time. This was and I'm going to say this. This was a man that when I met him, I think he was around 34. He was a man that had came to prison when he was a kid. And he is one that I feel if he had gotten out years ago when they was denying him parole, he wouldn't have come back. And I used to tell people, and it's sad to feel this way, the only people that I felt they was letting out was people they knew was going to come back. And that those that they knew wasn't going to come back, they held them and they held them and they held us. We have got to do something to change the system. If we're just going to continue 
sending them into the prison system and just turning them loose with no forms of, of doing, no way of doing anything, then what can we expect when it's time for them to get out? There has to be changes. We can make changes. I am the Southern Nerd. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. All right, now, here, welcome back again, everybody. Hey, check this out. Before I get out of here tonight, this is what I want y'all to know. Sometime tonight, uh, like I did last time, I am going to post uh, a portion of this uh, on my YouTube channel so that you can go in and if you want to just take a peek at uh, what I'm doing, you can. I like to give a special thanks out to uh, Miss Mary, who donated uh, a computer and a laptop, you know, for the service of the show. So I like to give a special thanks out to you. Of course, uh, you you already know you're gonna be uh, looked out for. You know, that's just how we operate. Um. As we prepare to go into 2021, everybody just be cautious. 2021 is just yesterday from 2020. We're still going to be facing COVID. We're all facing financial problems. Yes, the $600, yes, it is needed. The other $1,400 that I hear they approve, yes, it is needed. We all need it. So, when you get it, just remember, we're going through some shit. Ladies, that new half piece can wait. Guys, Michael Jordan got money. Those new Jordans can wait. I told somebody the other day, and they thought I was lying. I've only owned one pair of Jordans my whole life. And the only reason I had them because somebody else had got them for me. I was considering getting a pair. But then I heard something, and I don't know if it's true. But that he had invested in a lot of private prisons. 
And I said, well, if that's true, ain't no way in the hell I'm going to buy none. I'm not going to support somebody that's making money of housing people. Open up a center to assist those coming out. I ain't trying to invest in keeping them in. I pray that something said tonight, either by myself or by little one, made you smile, made you think, made you scratch your head. If, if we have accomplished that, then okay, we're okay. Once again, I'm the Southern nerd. I'm gonna say things that sometimes sounds corny as hell. As the lady said, sound country as hell. Sound nerdy as hell. And for those who feel as if I should say things a certain way, you say them a certain way because I'm going to say things just the fucking way I want to say them. That's right. I said I was going to keep it real. I'm not going to get behind this microphone, this camera, and talk in a way that I don't talk every fucking day all day. I'm not going to get behind this mic and pretend that I'm all this. I'm just a man, hey. I have dreams, I have goals, I'm trying to pursue them. I make mistakes along the way, I fuck up along the way. The only thing I can do is just keep trying. Because, see, there's two things that's for certain with me. I believe in Allah and I believe in me. I believe in Allah and I believe in me. And as long as I believe in Allah, I ain't got nothing to worry about. I love what I do. I love smiling. I love joking. And I love keeping it real. We're going to, inshallah, if Allah wills, come back New Year's Eve. I will let everybody know what time. I'm working on some new music. Hopefully, I have something prepared for you. Uh, someone sent me a message because... Uh, they had heard me talking about my book. 
the manuscript, Secrets. And I was telling him that it had, you know, it, it, it has some songs in it that I wrote because it's, it's, it's pretty much a love story. And one of the songs that's in there is a song that was written in 1992. And it's called Missing You. <clears throat> and in leaving, because I, I, I told someone that I would, I'm going to let you hear just a sample of how it would go. And this is without music. Hold on a minute, my mouth is dry. I gotta, I gotta suck on this straw. Okay, now, let me see, can I remember it? <clears throat> Sitting here, nah, that ain't how I go. Sitting here, looking at your picture. I stare into your eyes and I see love. I'm enraptured in your spirit and your sweet voice. I can hear it. Yet my solitary loneliness won't let me feel your sweet caress. Yeah. It's called Missing You. That is one of the songs that's in the book, in the manuscript, Secrets. Maybe you may be playing a role in it one day. Who knows? I will come back, God willing, Sunday, and we're going to turn it up. But New Year's Eve, we're going to keep it live. We're going to go live on Facebook with the show. I've never done it live. We're going to do it live. So, be ready. Let everybody know the Southern Nerd Show is the place you want to be. Ain't no sense being out there in the streets. People coughing all in your face. You know half of y'all got them masks. Don't do no good. You got them because they look good. They ain't protecting a damn thing. But they look good. And another thing, yeah. I remember years years ago, probably about four, five years ago. I was seeing something on television and they were showing how some people was mocking the Muslim sisters because they wore, you know, the head covering and, you know, face covering and all that. And I was telling them, I said, I don't know why. I said, it's actually is is it's not just an Islamic thing. It's something that Allah has prescribed for all women of all faiths, of all nationalities. That's a modest thing. But then when you look at it to now, COVID got everybody covering their face anyway. Hey.
So we'll have a way of uh, working itself out. But, uh, hey, I've enjoyed y'all. My back hurting. I'm tired. Battling the cold. Trying to stay away from everybody. But listen, I'm going to come back. New Year's Eve. Inshallah. And then we're going to do it again Sunday. Inshallah. New Year's Eve. YouTube Live. Sunday. Right back here. I am the Southern Nerd. I enjoyed y'all. Y'all have a peaceful, peaceful day. Hey. As y'all say, the weekend's right around the corner. Y'all remember what I told y'all about Friday night. Don't take it for granted. Peace out.